What? College matters. What? College, college matters. matters. Really? For sure. College matters. Alma, Alma matters. matters. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of College News Fit to Digest. Every week, we pick a few news items relating to U.S. colleges and discuss it with our own Shweta Bagade. Alma Matters curates the news daily relating to U.S. colleges and makes it available on almamatters.io forward slash news. We pick a few news items from that curated list and discuss it every week here in these podcasts. Now, without further ado, on with the podcast. Welcome back. So let's uh, thank you. Jump jump into our topics for today. Um, we have four of them. So let's get started with the first one. Um, it's about you know um, international students from China. I think the the number of visas is issued this year has dropped uh, to levels you know way below the pre-pandemic, so I guess 2018, 2019, uh, which basically means fewer Chinese students are coming into the U.S. for study, undergraduate study and graduate study, I guess. Um, I mean, it's it's not good a good thing. I mean, already enrollments are down, and so international students sort of bulk up that. Um, yeah, no, this has... Um this is a big domino effect. It's not just, you know, enrollment that's going to be impacting a lot of these schools. It's also their, you know, their income. These students pay a premium to come to schools at the U S and so it, they, they, they rely on it as part of their budget. So this is definitely going to shift things. I mean, obviously we know why Yeah, it's happening with travel changes happening and, still people are very aware about COVID and these kinds of things, but yeah, it's, it's definitely going to have a big impact on a lot of universities. And I think this will be big for any university. Not, it's not just, somebody might think it's just the small universities, but I think this will also be impactful on these larger universities, like the public systems. No question. Uh, no question, because, um, you know, like you said, they pay a premium, they do offset, um, you know, other kinds of financial things or benefits the other students may be getting. Um, and then not to talk of, you know, in addition, uh, colleges have to scramble to figure out how to get their enrollment up. Um, so. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I think there needs to be a full court press to try and get these students back in the in the process, or at least get them next year uh, to try and bump that up. But you know, the 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 short answer is though that a lot of students, Chinese students, are going to other countries. So um, you know, the Canadas and the Australias are the uh, beneficiaries of such things. Um, maybe not Australia, but certainly Canada. Yeah. Um, and I think maybe even uh, Europe as well, like the UK is a big one. 
Yeah, I, in fact, in fact, I was surprised to hear that um, when I was talking to these uh, study portals, they were saying that these English language programs, especially if you that's what you want to do, um, there are programs in Brazil and Japan and so countries you wouldn't normally associate with um, those kind of programs that are getting a lot of traction. So, you know, so the, there's competition, I guess, at the yeah, end of the day. Definitely. Okay. Talking of good news or bad news, the second one is about test prep, uh, testing itself. This is SATs and ACTs. Um, I guess, you know, um, if you're going to take the test, I mean, it seems like it's pretty common practice to go to some test prep outfit and get ready to take the test. Um, There's a discussion about, is it worth paying that cost? Because it does add up to a few thousand bucks or more. Um, What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, this is <laughs> this is a loaded question because we're still in the day in the age of majority of schools are test optional with a handful of exceptions, um, like the universe, the public systems in public university systems in Georgia, Florida, and Tennessee, and MIT. Right, mm-hmm. yeah. majority of schools are still test optional, and some are test blind, uh, like the UC and Cal State systems are. So that's the first factor. So if your you know, heart is set on going to Georgia Tech or MIT, then you, you have no choice to take the test. So that's the first yeah. decision you have to make. And then the second decision is, you know, do I want to invest this kind of money in the test prep? Um, I think most students are well aware of Khan Academy for prepping for SAT test prep because they've, they're working with College Board. Um, that's, you know, it's free. But that requires a lot of self-discipline. There's no real one-on-one interaction, like with a tutor, for instance. Mm. You would have right. a, a very traditional test prep environment that is provided by like a lot of these other companies, whether it's online or in person. So then mm. you have to decide, am I disciplined enough to do the Khan Academy and take the free route, which I'm sure most parents would prefer, but sometimes you're, you don't have that discipline and paying somebody to hold you accountable to practice and prep and practice and prep and, you know, do that repetitively. Is that worth it to you? Is that score really going to complement or add to the application you have outside of your grades? Um, I tend to encourage students whose grades are not as strong as they would like, you know, maybe they had a rough sophomore year or there's a couple of classes that just they couldn't navigate and it brought their GPA down. So maybe that score is helpful. I do recommend students taking a practice test to kind of see where they're at and right. make the decisions from there. But it's a tough one because it is a, it's a good investment. It's not like before where the tests are required. So then parents feel like it's an investment. Let's do this. I can afford it. That's the other factor. If you can afford it, very lucky. Great. If you can't afford it, then that, becomes a big, you know, a big obstacle to overcome. There's some that have discounts for financial need. So you have to research that, but it, it's a lot of factors. It's a very personal decision. Um, I would never make a blanket recommendation to everybody. I tell them, you know, factors to consider, 
you know, which schools you're looking to apply to. The unfortunate thing is you have to know this early. Yeah. You can't decide the summer before senior year if I want to test prep and take a test. Um, you really need to decide this early junior year if this is the path you want to go. So, it, yeah, it's a tough one. I, I don't I, – I have a love-hate with the test optional piece, and it complicates decisions like this. I feel bad for students. It's a lot. It's, an, it's just another thing they have to manage. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think, um, not sure where I read this or saw this, but it, you know, roughly 60 to 70% of the students, I think, plan to take the test, um, independent of the test optional and everything else. So it's, um, and so, you know, while, while test optional is the headline, I think the inside story is uh, quite different. So, yeah, yeah. And I, there was something in the article I forgot to mention, I think is really important is a lot of students should be taking the test if there's things that they're looking for. Um, And it's, it's their situation, like applying to the super, super selective universities or super selective programs like a BSMD program or a four plus one program, then those programs kind of use the standardized testing to gauge as um, another reason that they're ready for these, their selective universities or these programs. Um, And a lot of schools use the scores for merit aid. There are students like, um, you know, like homeschooled students or students who want to go abroad or students who are looking for honors to consider yeah. that as well. Um, again, not all honors programs are te- require tests, but a lot of them do. So you'd have to, again, do your homework. So there's just, I, I feel, like I said, I feel bad for the students, but you have to try to really dig a little bit deeper and figure it all out. Got it. Okay, so... The third topic is one of um, once they get to college, um, you know, I think I think um, the graduation period or the time for most students is five to six years, I think. Right. I mean, I think 60 percent of the students graduate in that time. The numbers doing it in four, are 30 of 30 to 40 percent or something like that. So, um so fundamentally, uh, which basically means more money, more, you know, spend more on tuition, et cetera, et cetera. But I think the news item is basically that most of them have already fallen behind in their first year. And um, that is a challenge making up and trying to get it, you know, graduate in the five, six years. Yeah. Yeah. Or try to finish in four, even though you fell behind the first year. Right. I mean, it would be great if, you know, students could finish in four years, but there's so many factors that come into play. Um, yeah. You know, the first one is the major. They change their yeah. major, which then requires them to take additional courses that they didn't take already. Mm-hmm. Um, college is a little more challenging than they expected. So they maybe failed a couple of classes that they need to retake to graduate. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then just financial. like they can't afford to continue so they take a break to work and then they 
try to go back. There are a small population of students who do that. It's a, again, it, the financial piece is a big piece. I know the, you know, federal government's looking to potentially forgive some loans and that kind of thing, which would be um, impactful. Uh, you know, I, is that the right thing to do? Yeah, for an individual student, that's going to be great. Um, but what are the repercussions of that in the future I, on our economy and education in the past, in the, in the future should be interesting? Because I don't, students, I don't want students to real think, oh, I'll just, hopefully the government will kick in and give me some debt relief if I care that, yeah. you know? <laughs> exactly, exactly. Because what they give, they can also take away. That happens, you know, depending on who's the president and who's in, you know, Congress. And so things can change from, you know, term to term. So I, it, this is, this is hard. I, again, it's a lot. Education is extremely expensive and it's a, if they end up taking debt, it, it's another thing they have to worry about. And then taking extra debt because they can't finish in four years is all to worry about. So I, it's, it's a tough situation. That's why I always tell students, try to find colleges that are affordable for you or are going to give you potentially a lot of merit money as well, or where you're carrying enough, carrying some debt that is manageable when you graduate. That's right. That's exactly so we're right. not talking about like a hundred thousand dollar debt. We're talking like thirty, thirty five thousand dollar debt, which is definitely a little bit more manageable for a student to manage, along with their own personal expenses. That I actually read that somewhere too, and I can't remember where. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The guy paying about seven to nine thousand dollars a year in debt is managed yeah. for most students. Yeah. Yeah, and it also depends on what they end up, uh, you know, what kind of job they end up getting and how they get employed and all that. So a bunch of factors. But, but you know, I think, I think the sad truth is that it requires more time than the four years for a lot of students to, uh, to graduate. Um, so the last topic is... Uh, talking about costs. So there's a list of states, uh, basically with colleges that offer free tuition and the room and board and all that is extra, but uh, you have to pay for it. But the big chunk tuition is, and so, I mean, I think this is a great list. This is something that if you're, um, I mean, I think everyone should look at it. I don't know, I don't see why you shouldn't, but what do you think? Oh, this is a phenomenal list. Um, and it, you, you do have to scrutinize it based on the state you live in, you know, yeah, yeah. the rules for like residency and things like that. Um, every state has a different reason for why they're doing it. Um, I, I read one of them like in detail. I think it was, uh, oh, I can't remember. I, oh, I think it was New Mexico. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was New Mexico where they will they will cover a significant amount of your tuition if you're going into a field that's in high demand mm. in the state. 
So my guess is like maybe nursing or, you know, mm-hmm. becoming a police officer or teaching like education. It would be a huge one, I would imagine. But you would have to definitely do your research for your state. Um, they do vary on circumstances. Like if you're in a foster youth system, they're going to provide, you know, support for you or low income, you know, house, your household income is considered low income, things like that. But, but it is, I see no reason why not to look at it. The California one, you know, the state we are located is the community college one where yeah. they waive the first year of tuition for the first year at community college. So not only are you saving a lot of money, you, that money you're saving, you can then, when you transfer to your four-year college, is money you can use towards that. So it's a win-win situation. Yeah, but you're right. No reason not to look at this list. Cool. So that's it for this edition. So thank you so much. We'll talk again um, what, in two weeks, but, um, for now, take care, be safe. Thank you. Thank you. That'd be great. Always a pleasure. Bye-bye. Bye. Hi again. Hope you enjoyed this conversation with Shweta Bagade on this week's college news fit to digest for your questions or comments on this podcast please email podcast at almamatters.io. Thank you all so much for listening to today's podcast. Transcripts for this podcast and previous podcasts are on almamatters.io forward slash podcasts. To stay connected with us, subscribe to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts or Spotify or visit anchor.fm forward slash almamatters to check us out. Till we meet again, Take care and be safe. Thank you. College Matters. Alma Matters. matters.